Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Today is another wonderful, beautiful day, for this is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't know about you, but I am going to rejoice and be glad that we are alive, living in it. Hello, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin, and today we're back with episode, I believe, eight. And again, I'm speaking from my book, Understanding Our Own Issues and Other Issues. Um, We're on chapter six, and today's subject title is Learning to Trust God. How many of you know we can't love God if we don't trust God, and we don't take time out to get to know God and have a relationship with God? We can't know God. We can't know God. We can't love God. And how many of you know we talked about it yesterday that our obedience for God comes out of our love relationship with God? Remember, Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey Okay, our verse for today is Proverbs 3 and 5. Proverbs 3 and 5. It tells us, in LT version, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. King James says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge God, and he will direct your path. How many know to trust God, uh, we have to trust God before we can even acknowledge God. And to trust God, we must have a relationship with God. For it is impossible to please God if we don't have a relationship with God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please Him. We must first believe, Hebrews tell us, Hebrews tell us that we must first believe that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Right? We must first believe that He does exist and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So before we can... um have trust in God who we cannot see we must spend time getting to know God the God in whom we say we believe Um, because we must not only do we have to believe that God exists but we must also believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him so um, we have the reason we have to we can't it's not just enough to believe that he exists is because even the demons believe right the Bible said that even demons believe and tremble. But we have to believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Um, when we have a, when we believe that God is real and we have a, a relationship with him, um, that's when we will take time out to acknowledge him because he will be real in our lives. You know, it's not just enough to know the word because the scribes and Pharisees, they knew the word, right? They knew the word but they was not doers of the word. So they knew the word, but they were not doers of the word. You see, so we can know the word and I, they, they knew the law, but they did not know the God, God who wrote the law. And so when Jesus Christ himself manifested in their very presence, they didn't even know who he was. They had knowledge of the word, and they believed that there, they believed there was a God, but they didn't know they didn't know Him. Um, in order to be able to trust God, we got to know what His words say. We have to spend time with God. So, 
God and his word is one, right? Remember John tells us in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word became flesh, and it dwelt among men. That's John 1, 1, 2, uh, 1, verses 1 through 3. It says, in the beginning, the word already exists. This is the NLT version. It says, the word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. King James said, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word nothing without him, the word was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So I said all that to say that God and his word is one, right? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, King James say. The same was in the beginning with God. So God and his word is one. So I like to say when we don't spend time with God in God's word, we're not spending time with God because they're together they're one we have to spend time with God before we can learn to trust God right we got to spend time in his word getting to know who he is getting to know how he is um so we can develop that love relationship do you have a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ You know, um, the Bible says it's not that we even first loved him, but it was because he first loved us. Because when we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. So we have to grow into a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ by spending time with him through prayer, praise, uh, and worship. And, of course, in the word, because God is where he's one. So if we don't know the word, we cannot say that we know God. We can say that we believe in God. But we can't say that we really know God because God's word is God. God and his word is one. But not only that, God's word is his will. So we can't even know the will of God without knowing the word of God. Right. And so this is where the Lord tells us, he said, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. So, uh, you know, the devil is tricking us and deceiving us because we don't know what God's will is because every area remember we spoke earlier and we said every area in our lives where there's an addiction a stronghold a bondage or anything is an area in our lives where we're believing the devil's lie because the truth of the matter is we act on what we believe to be true so we're in certain areas of our lives I like to say that we're living a lie because we're any area in our lives where we're living contrary to the word of God any area in our lives where we're living contrary to the will of God, any area in our lives where we're living contrary to the way of God is an area in our lives where we're believing a devil's lie. How many of you know that? We're believing a devil's lie. We're believing a devil's lie. Are you believing a devil's lie? Are you believing the devil's lie? If so, all we have to do is take time out to get to know 
our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take some time out to get to know him. He knows you. Get to Take some time out to get to know him. How about that? You must take time out to get to know him. You know, the, uh, the Bible tells us, he said, delight yourself in the Lord, right? And he will give us the desires of our hearts. So to take to, to delight means to take pleasure in, to take pleasure in the Lord. You you ever have somebody come to you and they it was just they're so delightful to be around. You just enjoy their company so much that you love seeing them come. Right. So this is how it is with the Lord. When we delight ourselves in the Lord, the Bible says He'll give us the desires of our heart. Meaning, uh, because why? how is this? Did you notice that he first says that we must delight ourselves in him first? And after we, why is this? Because after we delight ourselves in the Lord, after we fellowship and spend time with him, um, we're going to come out of his, his presence wanting what he wants. And so basically all we're going to be doing is asking God for what, for, for what he wants. He's not going to give us evil desires. He's going to give us his desires. And that's what happens in Psalms 37 and 4. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes, delight yourself. Delight yourself in the Lord. Take pleasure in his company. Spend time with him. And when you come out of his presence, you're going to be like him. That's how we change the desires of our heart by delighting ourselves in him. If we want to change the desires of our heart, start delighting yourself in the Lord and start making life all about him instead of making life all about us. How about that? Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, I want to go on to add to it. Um, if we want to follow Jesus and allow him to be Lord over our lives, we must give up our way of doing things for his life, his way of life. Uh, we must say no to our wills and yes to Jesus. Like Jesus did when he was in the garden. We must be willing to say, uh, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. Remember Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Well, it's hard to trust someone you don't know, Right. There's no condemnation because all these things can be fixed because it's things that we're learning today, we're going to start doing today, right? There's no condemnation. Today is another day. Um, that's why God's grace and mercy is fresh and new every single day. Okay, he gives it to us fresh and new every single day. So today is another day. This, this is why I say this is a day that the Lord has made. And the Bible says grace and his mercy is fresh and new every single day. So today we, we're going to start with what we know today. And we're not going to uh, get condemned about what we didn't know yesterday. Right? It says the same time, the same way we spend our time, the same way we spend getting time getting to know each other through fellowship is the same way we must get to know our Heavenly Father. The more we grow in our relationship with the Lord, the easier it will become to trust Him. Um, once again, it's going back to what I said earlier. We have to fellowship with the Lord. He said, if you say that you have fellowship, but yet you walk in darkness, then the truth is not in you. You know, you're a liar. So to fellowship 
we need to fellowship, to come into agreement with Him. In order to fellowship with God, we have to walk in submission to God. We can't have fellowship with, say, we, we, we have fellowship with the Lord and live a walk contrary to what He says. When we see the word walk, a lot of times it's talking about lifestyle. We're talking about lifestyle. We're not talking about falling down and get back up. We're saying a lifestyle. When we're living a lifestyle contrary to the word of God, um, we're not walking in fellowship with God. Because if we say that we have fellowship with him and we still walk in darkness or we still live in a lifestyle of darkness, then we are a liar. This is what the word tells us. And we are a liar and the truth is not in us. Right? So to have fellowship with God, we must walk in submission to God. So if we're not walking in submission to God, then we're not having fellowship with God. First uh, John 1 and 6 tells us, he says, if we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. We cannot walk with God if we're living in rebellion to the word of God. We're not walking with God. If we're living in rebellion to the will of God, we're not walking in fellowship with God. We're walking in darkness. He said, if we say we have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we are a lie and we do not practice the truth. That's another translation. So are we walking in fellowship with God? Are you walking in fellowship? Are we walking in submission to God? There's no condemnation because today we get to surrender our will to God. Thank God for another day because what we didn't know yesterday, what we learned today, we get to walk into it today um, by doing what God's word says, right? So there's no condemnation because today we're going to be doers of this word and not hearers only. Um, also, you know, um, to trust God, we must have confidence in God's love, right? We must, why? Because without, when we don't have faith in God, then we're, a lot of times we're walking in fear. We're walking in fear. And 2 Timothy 1 and 7, this is the New King James Version. It tells us, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Why is this? Uh, because fear, first of all, here, let's get this out of this text. First of all, he's telling us that fear is what? Fear is a spirit. And God did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Why is this? The Bible tells us because fear has to do with punishment. Fear comes when we're thinking that something evil is going to happen. Fear is having faith in something that has not happened, but where we have allowed the devil to convince us that is true. So the Bible tells us, he said, perfect love casts out fear. So what I'm telling you, when we have confidence in God's love for us, uh, then we can trust him. When we have confidence in God's love for us, fear will have no place in us. Um, 1 John 4 and 18 tells us, Therefore, no fear is in love. See, so when we don't have confidence in God's love, we're going to walk in fear. 
when we can't trust God, we're going to walk in fear. Because faith worketh by love. When I don't trust God, I, we can't believe that. We're not going to believe that God loves us. And if you don't believe that God loves us, we're not going to believe anything that he says to us. And we're not going to believe anything he says about us. Therefore, we're not going to be able to trust him. So confidence in God's love for us, not only does it cast fear away from us, but having confidence in God's love for us causes us to be able to trust him. Because the, the truth of the matter is when you believe that someone loves you, it's easy to trust them, right? But when you don't believe that someone loves you, you're not going to be able to trust him. So my prayer today is that we develop a love relationship with God. Because you can't trust someone you don't know. Right? This is why we're leaning to our own understanding. And we're not acknowledging God in all our ways. Because if God is not real to us, why would we take time out to acknowledge someone that's not real? We have to make sure that we are not having a form of godliness and denying the power. Where we can, we can know the word, but don't believe it. Do you know we can know the word of God and not believe the word of God? We can know the word of God and not um, act on the word of God. Remember, we talked about that earlier, that delayed obedience. Is this obedience? Let's read this again when we're talking about how we have confidence in God's love for us. Fear will have no place in us. It says, uh, NIV version, 1 John 4, 18. It says, uh, there is no fear in love. Let me start at 17. It says, in this way, love has been perfected among us so that we may have confidence on the day of judgment. For in this world, we are just like him. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear. It says, perfect love drives out fear. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear. I want you to hold on to that minute. Perfect love drives out fear, or it casts out fear. One translation says, fear is the devil. So love God is love. God casts out the devil when we have confidence in his love. Um, because fear involves punishment. This is the NIV version. Fear involves punishment. And the one who fears has not been perfected in love. We love him because he first loved us. Hold on. This is the, uh, that's the game study Bible. Let me read. Let me read over here. Let me read the NLT version. First John, we're in First John 4, we're going to read 17 and 18. First John 4, 17, 18, and we're going to read the NLT. Let's see what it says. First John 4, verse 17 and 18. It says uh, 16. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love, right? We have to have faith and trust in God's love. We, we know, this is verse 16, 1 John 4, 16. We know how much God loves us, 
and we have put our trust in his love. You see here, he said we have put our trust in his love. When we don't have trust in God's love, when we don't have faith in God's love, fear is going to be there. Every area in our lives where we don't have faith in God's love is an area in our lives where fear is ruling and reigning. And the reason the fear is there is because we don't have confidence in God's love. And also, we don't know what his word says. Uh, We don't know what his will is. But when we have faith in God's love, we can walk on water. When we have faith in God's love, it's not going to be hard to trust him. I remember when he gave me this revelation. I was talking to a young girl on the phone one day, and she was telling me how she had faith to pray for someone else. But she didn't believe, uh, but God wouldn't do it for her. And I said, oh, I said, oh, okay, I hear what you're saying. So what you're saying is you believe God loves them, but you don't believe God loves you. So that's how that works. When we, you know, we can have faith for someone else and not have faith for ourselves because of the condemnation. But the devil is not going to be able to use that here today because God has forgiven us for our sins. When we confess, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. God has forgiven us. We receive his forgiveness. We've been washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. And um, when we mess up and fall down, we just repent and get back up and keep moving forward. But when we have condemnation in our in our lives, because the devil is accused of the brother. And so what he does, he comes with the accusations. Oh, God can't love you. Remember, you did this, that, that, that. But yeah, God can love them, though, because see, they go to church every Sunday. You know, they they look like they have everything going on on the outside. They have that form of godliness. That's what religion is. Religion looks good on the outside. They can, they're well-versed with Bible verses, but they don't have a relationship. It's like dead men bones. Jesus said you clean the outside of the cup, but the inside is filthy. Man look on the outside and say the cup is clean, and God look on the outside and say the cup is a mess. We got to clean it up. We got to clean that inside up. Clean the inside of the cup. Okay, so um, so sixteen again says we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in Him. We have to know that God loves us before we can put our trust in Him. It says God is love, and all who live in Love live in God, and God lives in them. This is why we can't have unforgiveness in our heart, what I spoke about yesterday. Because when we have unforgiveness in our heart, we don't have love in our heart. And verse 17 says, And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. Mm. As we live in God, our, our love grows more perfect, more mature, more complete, the word perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment. But we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this earth. Lord Jesus. Such love has no fear. What kind of love? What kind of love has no fear? Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. Perfect love casts out fear. When we know that God loves us, we can trust him. When we know that God loves us, we won't see a need to lean to our own understanding. We won't see, we won't be sitting around trying to figure out stuff. How many of you know that God doesn't want us to figure out stuff? He don't want us to figure it out. He wants us to acknowledge him in all our ways. 
so he can direct our path. I, sometimes I talk to the person that's like, well, I'm going to figure it out. So what God don't want you to figure it out. He wants you to acknowledge him in all your ways so he can direct your path. Yes, he wants us. Uh, he wants us to acknowledge him in all our ways. So he can direct our path. Yes. So to uh, um, acknowledge God in all your ways, and He will direct your path. Right. So if someone says, "I love God," but hate a fellow, uh, a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For we don't love people who we can see. We can't love God who we cannot see. And He has given us this command. It's a command. It's not a suggestion. Just like forgiveness is a command. God has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Right? So having confidence in God's love for us, this is this is really what it is. It's a love, like it's a love issue. Because you know, you can know a lot of Bible verses and not believe any of them. I mean, the Pharisees and Sadducees are prime example. Right? They didn't have a relationship. They knew the law, but when the word became flesh and it dwelt among them, they couldn't even recognize it. Jesus was right there in their face. But the veil, the God of this world had blinded their minds. Do you just know the word? Is it real to you? Or are they just Bible verses? Because the devil knows the word. We, we, can't, we have to go beyond just reading the word. Like I said, we have to get a relationship. Perfect love cast out here. Having confidence in God's love for us keeps cast fear away from us. And it's fear that keeps us from being able to trust God. So really the root cause of this whole Bible study is the spirit of fear. And the only reason fear is there is because we don't have confidence in God's love. Know this. It was for that God so loved the world, John 3, 16 tells us, that he gave his only begotten son. So that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God proved his love to us that when we were yet sinners, he still died for us. And he's not trying to, he gave us his only begotten son. God is not trying to withhold anything good from us. I mean, uh, yes, he's not trying to withhold anything good from us. The devil wants us to think that he is. He, he, that's how he tricked Eve in the garden. Had her believing that that he was trying to keep something good from us. Yes, he wanted he wanted us to think that God was keeping something good from us. But God was not excuse me for that. But God was with not with not uh was not withholding any good thing. So again, I'm getting ready to end it here. And I want to uh, exhort you, encourage you, and remind you that the good news is, is let today be the day um, that we spend time with God in His Word, and through worship, through praise. Let's spend time. The same time, the same way we spend time getting to know each other is the same way we spend time getting to know the Lord. When we get to know people, we get on the phone, we communicate with people in order to get 
He said, if you want to be friends, you must show yourself friendly. Well, if we want to become a friend of God, we must show ourselves friendly toward God. And I'm, we can't ignore God. This is why he said, acknowledge me in all your ways. He's trying to, he wants to be friends with us. I mean, he loves us really God. You know, we used to sing that song, I'm a friend of God, but we can't be a friend of God if we don't know God. And we can't be a friend of God if we don't spend time hanging out with God. Isn't that what you do with your friends? When you're friends with someone, you hang out with them and you spend time with them and you get to know them and you communicate with them. But if we ignore, ignore God in all our ways, then we're not acknowledged. We can't ignore God. When we don't acknowledge God, let me leave it to you like this. When we're not acknowledging God, we're ignoring God. And when we're not spending time in God's word, we're not fellowshipping with God and we're ignoring God because God and his word is one. There's no condemnation because again, today is a new day to begin again. So today we're going to spend some time acknowledging God instead of ignoring God. And we're going to spend some time um, getting to know God so we can trust God, um, so we can understand just how much he loves us. We are, we're the apple of his eye. He showed his, he proved his love to us by sending his only son to die for us. What else is there? I mean, what man would lay down his life to die for another person if he did not love us? God already proved his Let me tell you this. God is love. Okay, love is who God is. You know, just like I say, I'm a woman. That's who I am. And God is love. That's who he is. That's part of his his, 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 if I would say gender, okay, God is love. This is his personality. This is care. This is who he is. He's patient. He's kind. He's gentle. He's love. God is love. And because God is love, nothing can. Thank you. That'll be the end of our podcast. Um, learning to trust God. Again, this is Pearly Martin. If you'd like to support us, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, we're going to end this segment in trusting God with the prayer. And Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. We thank you that your word, it will not return void, but it will accomplish those things we're into. It has been sent. And on that note, we're going to end it there. You guys keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day.